three, two, one. That's right. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present of everyday people. Yes, indeed. And, 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 and now, here's your host, the one, the only, Asher Chua. Hey, welcome to the podcast, Chris. Thanks, Asher. It's great to be here. Thank um, you for inviting me. You're very welcome. Just to introduce you to the audience. Well, before before I do that, you asked me what, what happened to my hand. And probably yes. by the time someone sees this, it, it should be long healed and, and uh, back to restored. But last Saturday, after recording the last uh, podcast, I was like, let me go outside, enjoy the weather, take it in, like go for a bike ride. I got this bike ride a while ago and finally found a trail. So I went for a ride, rode around seven miles, maybe the most I ever ridden. And then I went to the other side, kind of at the end of the seven miles. And I was like, oh, this is where the the trails are. Mind you, they're walking trails and maybe running trails. But I quickly found out that they're not exactly meant for bikes unless you know what you're doing. Because as I was riding, I, I found a, a tree root and the or the tree roots found me. And next thing I know, oh. I'm up over my bike, trying to figure out where to land. And once I landed, I was like, oh, crap, oh, crap. And then I just kept telling myself, get up, get up, get up, get up. And like right. getting up, trying to walk it off, be like, OK, like move your hand. Don't don't let anything yeah. kind of sit. But I could feel that something was wrong. Couldn't put pressure on my bike. And just as I was going, I, I was just trying to I got up, got a hand on my bike and just started walking it back. It was maybe two miles of Oof. walking. But I was like, just keep your head up, breathe. If you got to put <laughs> your head down, just there's nothing right. wrong. Like you, like things happen. Right. Fig- figure it out. Like go home, get cleaned up. And for me, it was. It's weird because I was telling you earlier about like it's been ten years since I've graduated, and I remember right. going towards my graduation. I had something similar happen to my not not on a bike, but a similar injury on my right arm, and I was getting oh, ready wow. for my engineering test, which was okay. Oh. This injury happened, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. Engineering test is Saturday. And we're having review oh. sessions during the week. So it's like, I've got to rush back, have ice on it as I'm riding, go see the doctor right. and um, get it looked at. Thankfully, then it's just a radial fracture. And again, this time went to the urgent care radial fracture. And I was like, oh, this, oh. this is something that will heal. But like, as they followed up with me, it's like, okay, get a CT scan. That's different from right. the last time. But I'm like, I can still move my hands. It's not right. as terrible as I think, but it's just something I'm going to have to go through. And just right. being able to continue to work, I was able to do that this week. And just also having somebody and just having a great crew to work with me to do this or do that. And I could lay things out as best as possible and just help them maneuver sure. it, like played water boy and <laughs> different right. things like that. But that's the long story of what happened to my hand. That's awesome. Okay. I mean, it's awesome telling the story. It's not awesome what happened to your <laughs> hand, obviously. So uh, I, I hope you're okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And even throughout the, as it was happening, I was like, okay, it happened. Leave it here. Move on. Like you've had a great day up to this point. This is just a moment. And that, that's kind of goes back to the, the shifting or the renewing of my mind that I've taken on as like, a, okay, this, this is how I'm going to live differently. This is right. the process of like, okay, lessons I've learned from podcasting, lessons I've learned from therapy, lessons I've learned from just being around other people and seeing like, you don't always get your own way, but you get to choose right. how you react and respond. And like, everybody's right. like, oh, I'm sorry for your arm. And I'm like, it's, it's not that bad. It's like, it didn't poke through the skin. It's just in place. Right. 
they put a splint on it and everything's taken care of. I can, I can breathe. Like I can move around. There wasn't any blood. There wasn't any scarring, just like internal right. bruising maybe, but like, it's okay. Don't feel bad for me. I'll be all right. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you're all right. But I guess that's a long soliloquy for um, people that are familiar, but for anyone that doesn't know, who do you say you are? Wow. Who do I say I am? I mean, well, first I'll start that I'm Chris Cortez. Um, I'm a husband, father. Well, yeah, I live, I've lived in northern New Jersey basically my whole life. Um, the lucky husband to my wife, Dawn, and father to my three boys, Nick, Tim, and Joe. So um, I don't, <laughs> I just consider myself another guy, let, let me tell you that way, who gets up to do the things he needs to do every day for his family and life and be social and friends and do his job to the best of his ability. And uh, that's kind of, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just, I never thought about it in those terms. Let me gotcha, put it to you gotcha. that way. Well, I, I did kind of give you a hard pivot there. I apologize. Okay. I, I should have maybe slow played it a little bit, but, no, but just as you described yourself, I think that's perfect because you're, you're the person that I I appreciate meeting and I enjoy speaking to because it's that like you play the role that you play. Maybe you don't think too much of it. You don't need flowers brought to you to be like, hey, good job, dad. Like, no. good job showing up, right. going, doing your job and this, that and the other. But it's like you you have the drive to just do it. And even when you don't have the drive per se, it's like you still do that. So that's why I wanted to have a conversation with you and introduce each other and, and get to know each other. Just have a a, a conversation. Well, I, and I'm appreciative and I, and I thank you. This is, this is great. And to your point, um, the way you just said it, that's kind of, that's how I see myself. I don't think, I don't consider myself to be special in doing mm. those things that I do. I do what I'm supposed to do. I do. Right. right. It, it, and it's not that I just, what I'm supposed to do. It's also what I love. I love my wife. I love my kids, you know, that whole thing. So I like it. And have you always been in, in um, the New Jersey area? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I went to college in Ohio for four years, um, and for a very short window of time, my first job took me to Southern California for four. But outside of that, it's been here in Northern New Jersey, just outside of New York City. Gotcha. And how did you how did you meet your wife? We met at a bar. <laughs> I, I, I like to tell people, um, you know, she was this lonely person in the corner and I said ah you know there's a charity case but that is about the exact opposite <laughs> to be honest um I we we met at a bar um a mutual acquaintance as uh, someone I hadn't seen in a couple of years I went to talk to mm -hmm. he was talking to her but after a couple of weeks we would see each other at the bar and got to talking and you know 33 years later here we are so um it, it's uh yeah a lot of talks happen in between those years huh oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i mean we talked for a while the first time i asked her for her number she said no uh and then Classic. like an idiot the next week i said you know i'm gonna embarrass myself again and but this time she gave me her number and we went out on a date and you know four years later we were married and here we are a total yeah. of 33 years if you know 20 they'll be 29 married in november mm. so yeah i like it I, yeah it's funny because like how you describe it it's that's that's a good a good ideal process because it's like it doesn't need to take a long time to like once you're engaged in that direction to say okay hey like let's Let's try and figure this thing out because sometimes right. if, if you drag your feet too long, like four years can become seven years and it's like, 
15 right. years and that people might start looking and be like, wait, what are you guys doing over there? Are you guys shacking <laughs> up or like, is, is this thing going right. anywhere? Like put, put this down on papers. Right. Right. Yeah. I, you know, um, it's, you know, I think things are different today than they were 33 years ago, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was, you know, and I, I try to tell my boys as well, you don't want to go looking for it. Mm-hmm. You, when you start looking for something and it becomes a, you know, like something you're going after that you don't you usually don't find it or you make a bad decision. Yeah. It'll find you at the right time. And that's what it was. I wasn't looking for anything at the time. I wasn't, you know, um, and you just find the right person, you know, it, it, you know, whether it's divine intervention or serendipity, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. But, yeah. um, you know, things work out. Nice. And I guess maybe take me back to how, how you grew up, like how, how are things for you? And like, how'd you decide to go in the direction that you did, like where you live and like work wise or just things that you, you like to do casually? Sure. So growing up, right. So I was born in 1967, Asher, I'm a very old man. Um, so I'm a child of the seventies and eighties, uh, growing up an Italian family, very tight knit. My mother and father built a house right next door to my mother's sister. So my aunt and uncle and their kids um, and uh, very tight knit, always together every Sunday at our grandparents' house or at one of the aunts and uncles' house. Um, I would say it was an, a, a regular childhood upbringing, um, close with family, um, doing all the things a kid does. My dad was a teacher. My mom stayed at home. Um, I was a sports nut still a sports nut. I wasn't necessarily very good at it, but I was a sports nut. Um, and, uh, you know, I went to high school. Um, and then, uh, you know, I wanted to play soccer in college and I found a small division three school, uh, in Ohio that wanted me to go play there. And I was ecstatic to go there and, uh, go grow up, you know, away at college where, you know, I was eight hours away from home, which my mother was beside herself, but, you know, <laughs> a good Italian mother, that's what they do. They don't want their, their kids to go too far from home. But uh, but I went and I learned to live on my own and, uh, you know, made some great friends and had some great experiences. And, uh, you know, and then so to give you your part of your question was kind of what drove me to the direction I was going or whatever. So growing up next door to my cousins who were all older than me. So being the oldest of three boys in my family, um, my cousins next door were all older than me. So it was like having, you know, three older brothers and an older sister. Um, And I saw, you know, what they did going through high school and college and getting in the business world and seeing um, seeing the way they went. And they all kind of majored in business of some sort. Um, and that kind of inspired me, I, you know, especially my my oldest cousin next door, he would come home and, you know, at the time it was like a Datsun 280Z. And I was like, oh, look at him. And, he, you know, yeah. and, and it kind of spurred me that I said, I wanted to do those things. Um, and so I went to college thinking that was what I wanted to do as an accountant. And I realized hard and fast rules are not necessarily for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I switched to marketing i liked that aspect of things yeah um and then uh when i graduated started interviewing and start realizing you know the purest form of marketing is sales and you get into sales and you start in sales and that's kind of the evolution of how i got into what i do in sales gotcha that's that's awesome and thank you for for being patient with me as i was maneuvering all good 
I was trying to adjust this light, but you rolled right along with it and nobody will be good. the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all good. <laughs> but, so growing up, like you mentioned, growing up in a tight knit family and um, just being able to see your cousins and see like what they were doing and, and kind of having those role models. And um, yeah. I guess at what, at how many years in were you until you decided like, okay, this, this isn't going to work. Like, what they're doing isn't working for two. me and I, I got to find something else. You're too. Yeah, it was two years. It was, it's not that it wasn't working for me. I should, you know, look, uh, it was still business track, right? Which, you know, my dad was a teacher. And I think my dad, I think as any parent, you want your kids to have better, right? Be better. And I think, you know, my dad wanted us to go to college and major in business type things and maybe do that as opposed to what he was doing. Gotcha. Um, and so it was still a business track. I just, you know, went from accounting to marketing, um, which, you know, it was my oldest cousin who was the accounting major over there, right? The others weren't accounting, they were business majors. So I kind of seen it all, mm. but um, it, it all kind of guided, if you know what I mean. Right. So right. I see what you mean. Um, like you were... And again, being a tight knit family too, we were all always together, open conversations. Um, you know, <laughs> back in the seventies and eighties, people were uh, a lot less guarded in what we conversed about. We just talked about everything, right? Yeah. And so it didn't matter. I think that's it. You learn. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. And, yeah. and like in, in that, so I guess it, like you said, initially the plan was to do business slash accounting, accounting, accounting. Right. but then you went the, the business track and that led you into marketing and marketing, then sales. Yep. Got you. Yep. And then, so like, what would you say you learn in school that you, that you used as you worked or like, what is what was one of the memorable things that you enjoyed about like the switch that you made? The, the reason, and this is right, you gotta end up knowing who you are. I didn't necessarily know it at the time in this way, but mm. you know, different people have different abilities and different things. And I, I and I use my two brothers and I as an example, right? Mm. I am a sales guy. It's I'm a relationship guy. I like talking. I like building relationships with people and and fostering that in my accounts and my business relations, right? Because I, right. I still believe firmly to this day, people buy from people. They trust, they have to trust that you're going to have their back, right? Mm. My middle brother, Mark, is a, is a graphic designer, right? He can do things. I have zero artistic ability. I mean, zero. I, I'm a stick figure guy and he can mm. draw and do things, but he couldn't do what I do, mm. right? right? I can't do right. what he does. My youngest brother, the engineer, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a lot of math and science, right? I could not do what he does. Right. I can't, but he can't do what I do, right? It's it's one of those things. So you have to know what you are. Right. Um, and I didn't know it in that way 30 some odd years ago, but I knew as I was going through it in my, and of course, when you're in a liberal arts school and you're taking a, a, a you're majoring in accounting, you still have to take management and marketing. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I was having more enjoyment in those classes than the strict rules based, you know, cost accounting. Like, right. like that was just, I was like, it's not doing it. Like you want to claw so, your eyes out. Yeah. I just, <laughs> it, it wasn't doing it for me. I, yeah. You know, kudos to those who can, right? right. Because <laughs> you need those people, right? right? And so, um, so, uh, so I, I made the change and, and I don't regret it for a second. I think I, I made the right move and I'm, I like what I do. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and I guess from from that, like I, I guess that had to ins inspire you on to actually 
want to do more and like finish and get your degree and things like that if you're actually enjoying what you're doing because to your yes. point it's it's that very few people go to college and have an understanding of like oh i i want to do this like you you have the people every now and then that are like i always knew that I was going to be this from the get go. And I kind of look at those people sometimes and be like, I don't know if you're just like a very full of it and you just like got your story straight, but I'm, I'm like, good for you. Like, I'm, right. I'm not, I'm not going to be bitter about it. I'm like, good for you. Like at some point in time, I'll, I'll figure it out what I'm trying to do. And then it'll, it'll come together. Right. Yeah. I, I can't sit there and say, Oh, this is what I always knew I want. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I, I find that, and, and maybe those people are <clears throat> that subset of the population that just has that ability to manifest something and be, mm -hmm. and, and do it. It just wasn't me. <laughs> right. And nor do I, I can't say I know many people who necessarily fit that mold either, but I'm sure they're out there somewhere. Yeah. So then, um, so once you started, like what, what was the difference from what you were told work was going to be like, and then what work was actually like. So you're talking post-graduation. Yes. Okay. So first, when you're in a, when you're marketing, right, you're not learning about sales. You're learning about how to market a product, how to deal with advertising, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you start looking for a job, you realize it's not necessarily like there's a whole lot of that out there, with, especially for a young college, for a, a new college grad. Um, and you would... Right back in the day, Asher, I was opening up the newspaper every day at the want ads to look for who was posting for jobs. Right. Right. Um, and, and people would have something under marketing and you call them, you come to realize it's a sales job. Right. So, um, you know, I, I got into it and I will say the thing I liked about it the most is sales gets you out of an office. You're not stuck behind a desk every day. Right. You are out of the office. You're interacting with people, right? Mm -hmm. You're on the road. You're out, you know, obviously if every day was a beautiful day, it'd be one thing, but you, you remember the beautiful days, right? You're out. It's sunny. I'm out. Like, that's, in, that's invigorating, you know, right. rainy days right. stink, right? Of course. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it was good to be out interacting with people. I like that. So like, yeah, you know, um, and it's evolved now, right? You know, 30 some odd years later now it's, it's evolved where, you know, I'm in less of what we call a hunting role and more of an, a, you know, I've kind of put myself in a position where my job is to kind of make sure my, our, some of our largest accounts, uh, stay happy and keep buying and renewing with us. It's, I'm not out, you know, making a hundred cold calls a day, trying to find a prospect, right? I'm, right. I'm, I'm in a different level of my, of my career, but uh, it, it's, it's enjoyable. I, I enjoy the relationships I have, the people I work with, and again, the ability to get out and meet people. Yeah. It's, it's neat how like the, yeah. the characteristic that you described, like wanting to be around people is I find that I, I like that also like going from, I, I never like I've seen off. Have you seen office space? Yes. Okay. So like, I, I wouldn't have ever imagined of being in that environment would be until being an engineer, but like working, like while I was in college, I worked a co-op, which was a semester on of work, a semester on of school, work, school, right. three times alternated. And that was fun for me because again, you're out in the field, you're not doing like, you might do a report like from time to time, but at least as a technician, you were out traveling from city to city, working on call and working with like a variety of people and just right. 
having that exposure, like I, I may not be like I've I've become someone that has made themselves be op- more open to people using things like Toastmasters and like learning how to get my words together, learning to pause and having your your crutch words counted to where it's like when I say the one that I just did, I'm aware of it. But I don't have right. the the continual hang up. It's it's just that when I speak, I can better convey my point without this fear or this anxiety of like, ah, I don't know if they like me. It's like you're back. You're almost revert <laughs> back to high school once you're like right older now. Like I'm 33 currently, and it's it's just cool to see the like small steps where it's it's that I thought. I wanted to do sales, or at least I had an inkling of it when I I started out engineering. And the first job, I start reading like self-help books or just things that are developmental because the environment was a little negative, but I was was trying to find positive things to fill the gaps. And it's like, oh, sales is a great thing. But seeing that it's a different skill set, I'm like, I enjoy being around people, but maybe I, I don't know if I can sell you on on the, a product or like convince you to say, "Hey, can you can you buy this?" Like, or "Hey, you need right. this." Like, you're like the way you described it is like you're you're buying from the person, but correct. Maybe I'm I'm doing it differently, but I like how you described it to where just that that same interaction, like being out, not stuck to where it, it's that office space thing of like over right. and over. And it's like, oh my God. The monotony, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's funny you say that, you know, it, and I have a two-pronged thought on this, one about being in an office, the other about sales. I'll start with the sales thing first. Mm-hmm. You know, when I started in the sales training, you get, again, this is 1989, right? You know, Okay, you're going to meet someone, you're going to start, here. here's the questions you want to ask, and you want to start building yes momentum. Build mm-hmm. this yes momentum. Get them saying your simple questions. Basically, anybody's going to say yes. And, and then, you know, you go through the process, and then, you know, you have your order form and make sure you point the pen at the signature line. So, you know, that's not what sales is anymore, right? Sales is so evolved and also, the people we interact with in, in sales are also much more privy to what it is, and, and mm-hmm. they're educated about it. So um, you have to be better, and you have to be more professional. And I say now, I don't sell anyone on anything. Technically, my job is a sales job, but mm-hmm. my job is to work with my clients, right, to find out what is it that they're struggling with mm-hmm. that we can help, right? Yeah. And we don't... Can, and, and I don't, this is not just the talk track. This is honest because I think about it. People go, wow, you know, they always love to use the, the line, the used car salesman, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's, that's such an old, outdated ideology, right? Mm-hmm. It's not how it works anymore, right? People are, and especially in corporate America and in what I'm doing, mm-hmm. it, it, you're, you're building a relationship. You're there to help the client on the other end of the line of who you're talking to because these decisions are big money decisions that impact people's jobs and so on. So it, it's it's evolved tremendously. Um, so to, to that end, uh, it, it's just a total change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the flip side, the whole thing you're talking about being in an office, like office space, I, I, I will say um, there is also part of me that longs for being back in those days when you got up, you went to your office and you also had your office relationships. And, and I'll relate mm-hmm. this to my oldest son. My oldest son's 25. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I, in fact, all three of my kids were 2020 graduates, right? I had a middle school, a high school, a college graduation at 20, wow. which was COVID, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, <laughs> my, my youngest son, it was a virtual middle school graduation. My middle son, they did a virtual one. And then as it got a little later in, in the summer, they allowed us to do a socially distanced graduation at the high school. And then my oldest, they they didn't even allow, he ended up doing like a walkthrough graduation in like October that the parents weren't even invited to. But he's been working ever since for a company for three years and it's been remote. And I talked to him, I say, you don't realize what you're missing. I said, because you never had it. I said, but when I was your age, I was going to an office every day. Yes, I would go out on the road, but you, you'd be, maybe you'd go get coffee together with somebody before you got on the road. You're yeah. building relationships with the other salespeople around you or the other people who do your job. Maybe it's because he's not in sales, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the other people you commiserate about your job with. You talk about things you deal with, You know, the things we grew up with. I would we would come back at the end of the day of our sales job and we would tell our war story, mm-hmm. people we met, or the funny stories, right? And you're building a, a camaraderie and friends. And work is more than just sitting at a computer, right, all day. Right. And, that, and, I, and I feel bad for some of these kids. Now, some of them are starting to get back in offices, and I know my son would like to do that. But, um, that, you know, to me, I feel bad for, for that because people miss the office experience. There's so much more to it. Yeah, and just yeah. going to work. Must right? definitely. Going to lunch with someone had the happy hour. I used to, I was 22, 23, going to happy hours, a couple of nights a week, having a great time. Like it, it's a different animal, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I definitely know what you mean. And, and it, the thing that um, I like about what I do now, or I've, I've been able to do is that like, even when working in an office, I think it was short term, but we looked forward to going out to lunch or like, hey, let's do something together because we went through this training program. And a lot of the um, people on the training programs would would be on would be at the office for like three to six months. So, you know, OK, this person's only here for a short time, so they're going to get shipped out here, here, there. Like people would trade stories similarly. And also it's let's spend time together because you have a limited time. So you're more inclined to actually go out. Like I went to um, Springfield. I was like, oh, this is where like Lincoln City, popular president, like, let me go see that. And like, just asking people and like, of course, you get in a friend's group where it's like, you have so many options, it's easy for people to be flaky. And then I told myself, it's like, okay, I I don't want to be flaky. So I I did a drive around (laughs) Lake Michigan before leaving there to come here. And then I went with a a buddy to, um, I think up in Wisconsin, they have a Six Flags there. And we went to Six Flags, went to the, like the the palace place where they do like nights and they they feed you like, uh, they feed you to where like you eat with your hands. It's like, a chicken, something else, and something right. like that. M- medieval times, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, and, that's medieval yeah. times. Yep. Yeah. So it's like just doing those things and having those experience in those moments, it was neat to like appreciate it. And now when I am able to be in the field, it's like, okay, like I've been in the office too long writing report after report after report, but then it's, oh yeah, you can just like, for us, it's a little different where you can yell across the um, the hall to someone or you can yell to the other person. It's like, right. they talk back to you and I'm like, oh yeah, I did miss this. 
and just yeah. being that that sense of like, okay, I work with people that I enjoy. Everyone can have their good days and bad days, but right. like at the end of the day, we're working on similar projects. We're working towards a goal. And when we win, like we're excited, we get more work and we get to improve our community and like improve other places in the state of Georgia. And I think that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it has an impact, right? Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And so, so like when, when did the, like when you, when you had to make the switch from where sales was like um, process or formulaic where it's like, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this. And then people start to catch on and technology becomes more, more of a thing. Like I, I was literally born the year after you were starting your career in 1990. And the, the thing for me, it's like I immigrated to the states in um, to the U.S. in '97. And where'd you immigrate from? From Cameroon, West Central okay. Africa. Yeah, awesome. And the thing, it was like, okay, first thing was you got you need to learn English, so do some of the ESOL classes. Um, cut back speaking French at home so that we can practice more and more English. And sure. the like, I think at that time, at least for me, it was like introduction of like broader internet, and now it's like okay, hey, these things are there. You have internet cafes at the mall. And I'm sure other people maybe had other things, but it was interesting to see, like you have an opportunity to see hand-me-down things, but then things that are also popular, like within a few years, the iPhones and things like that are coming out. And then right. like Facebooks and YouTubes are being launched. I was just, I'm curious, like for you, was it a an easy transition since like you'd say like you're, because I, I also remember looking in a newspaper and, and seeing that going through mm -hmm. high school because I, I graduated 2008 and it's like we, we get right. a newspaper. But by the time I'm in college, obviously, like to right. like 2010s and things like that is starting to transition over to digital. People are having writer strikes and everyone's right. worried about like, OK, now do we go to a subscription model or this? <laughs> like I, I say all that to say, was it an easy pivot for you to be like, OK, well, this doesn't work anymore. Now we do this thing. So it, it's it's just about uh, embracing change from time to time, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I look at it and I go back and I think about sales jobs I had, you know, where I would come in and basically, you know, they provided you a, a desk and a phone mm -hmm. and a list of accounts yeah. <laughs> and a pencil or a pen and a pad. And that, that's what you did. Yeah. Um, and you had to cold call and, and, you know, um, and you get used to that and you think, okay, well, you, you don't know any better, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we had at the time. And then over time, all of a sudden, especially at this one company, I was at for like mm -hmm. nine years, you know, then all of a sudden laptops dealing with laptops, laptops would be easy because you want to make a presentation or a proposal instead of having an administrative assistant, right? Mm -hmm. Who you would send your notes to or whatever, right? To type it up. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, now, you know, you have a laptop, you can do some of that work on your own and you can send it to a printer and, and it, it changes things. Um, mm -hmm. you know, so I would say it's been a matter of adaptation. I, I wouldn't, I like to believe, uh, when it comes to technology and things like that, I'm a fairly open person. I, I wouldn't mm -hmm. say I'm a bleeding edge technology guy, yeah. but I don't run away from technology. I like technology. I like, I like new bells and whistles. I do. Mm, gotcha. um, right. But, but you don't want to be like a first adopter. Like, oh yeah. Like put right. me on the first line. adopter was the word. Thank you. Bleed. I was saying bleeding edge and I, I couldn't come up with first adopter. Gotcha. Was it. No, you're good. You're good. Um, so I, I like it. I like bells and whistles like way back. Um, 
2002, maybe? 2002, 2003, I had a job in like, um, was it IPAC? Uh, it was a, a personal, it was a phone, but it was like, it was more, it had a little stylus and like, oh, like I the, went out on a limb. The Blackberry or the... It no. was before, it was it's... before Blackberry was a big thing. It was, um, oh, wow. I want to say, I don't know if it was an IPAC or if it was like a Samsung, but it was like a, a pocket computer. It's like a pocket, pocket PC. It was mm. a pocket PC. Yeah. And, you know, and then I went and I bought the GPS um, add on for it where you and, and connected it. And then you had to put the, the, the thing on the dash of your car so you could. And, and like, you know, it, it to me, technology, you look for things that can help, especially in sales. Right. Sales yeah. is you have a quota. You got to make your number and mm. you get there. You want to find the tools that will help make your job easier um, to do that. So. Um, I mean, do you have hiccups from time to time where you're like, that's ridiculous. Why would I use that? And then, you know, six months later, you're like, oh my God, why wouldn't I use that? <laughs> um, so uh, it's just a matter of adapting to change. And, and they always, people say change is a very hard thing for people to do when you're so used to doing something one way. Yeah. If someone asks you to change it. Your first reaction is usually going to be no. Unless right. you've had such a problem with what you're doing. But usually if you're doing something one way, the same way all the time, you, you think you have it figured out. Yeah. And then someone yeah. comes along and tries to tell you, I got a better way. And your first reaction might be, no, you're full of it. Yeah. Uh, so to me, it was all just about, I, I've always been fairly open to change in technology in that regard. So. Gotcha. Yeah. I think for me, I, I've had the knee jerk reaction of just being like, no, just to be like, okay, <laughs> I, I get to have a voice and then I can be like, okay, right. like I, I can take my no back and be like, oh, well, okay, let me, let me, let me see what you got there. Let me, let me try it out. <laughs> because I, I remember having a, an argument with a good friend of mine in college and we were going over like a homework assignment and I'm sure we were saying the same thing. And I just yelled at like, no, like, and it's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, no, you're right. But I, I just wanted to say no. And it's like, everybody's talking and I just wanted to get a word in. Right, right. That's pretty funny. Yeah. But the um, the when you mentioned change, I think something that actually opened up my mind about that coming from the no, 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 because I'm like, oh, I'm easily I'm easily influence to where if somebody was trying to sell me something at the mall, it's like, oh, hey, sir, come look at this thing. And it's like, oh, well, of course, I need to oblige the person. Right. Like, I don't want to be rude. Like, I, I want to be I want to be nice. But um, a book that actually got me going down the audible path and like reading the self-help books or just like personal development books was um, Who Moved My Cheese? Because oh, it, okay. it was such a strange title. I was like, huh, they make books like that? And then when I I saw the book or I I, re I listened to it and I was like, oh, it's, all, it's only an hour. The story is only like 15 minutes. I'm like, wait, people people write short books. They're not all textbooks. They're not all like right. just draining things where you don't like you have to like labor over it and just be like, oh my goodness, are my eyeballs about right. to fall out? It's like, no, someone actually took 15 years to like write a condensive story with characters and things that a child can hear, but also an adult can hear and be like, oh, here like the breadcrumbs and the list then the lessons. Right. And just like the whole, the whole theme being like, change is inevitable and it's right like the sooner you embrace it the better off you you are to like go in the right direction and like as they say it's you got to run through the maze to find your cheese but right if the cheese right. runs out like you can't stay stuck <laughs> there and be thinking well somebody's got to put back the cheese if like who, whoever did it they, they got to put it back they got to put it back and it's right like, 
they, whoever they is may not acquiesce to the um, the demands. And it's sometimes right. you just got to get up and get going. Absolutely. That's 100% right. No doubt yeah. about it. So um, as you as we're kind of wrapping up the year, like what, what's 2023 been like for you? I know we kind of jumped all over the place, but like what what have been some of the things that you've been enjoying this year or looking forward to? Um, it's been, I mean, overall, a, a good year. Um, you know, it, it's hard, right? My youngest son is going to be a senior in high school, which means we're going to be done with high school. Right. Wow. With my my wife and I, our kids are going to be all done. And, you know, he, my middle should graduate college this year, coming year. And then I'll have mm-hmm. another one in college. And, it, and it's, you start as much as you kind of know you're aging, mm-hmm. you start really hitting like cow. And it, it, like this year, my company had they offered um, an early uh, retirement option mm-hmm. for people. Now, I've only been here 12 years, but technically, when you take my age mm-hmm. plus my years, I qualified and I got the package and I'm like, yeah, I didn't take it. I, I, I still, I still have at least, I got to work at least 10 more years, mm-hmm. maybe a little longer because I got five more years of college. Mm-hmm. And then I'd like to put at least five or six years of money away after college. Um, but you start realizing your age, I, I guess, and, and come to grips with some of this stuff. It, it's hard, you know, uh, because Raising your kids is like one of the greatest joys of your life, you know, it's um, and then you realize that, you know, you got my oldest who's 25. I mean, who knows? He could be married soon and having kids. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it, um, and then you start talking about being a grandparent. And the hard part is in my head when I'm not looking in a mirror in my head, I'm still 25. Mm-hmm. And then I look in the mirror and I go, ah, <laughs> who's that guy? <laughs> um, you know, when did I get that old? But. Um, so 2023 has been some of that coming to grips, that reality. Um, but you know, it, it, it's also, but it's a lot of good. I mean, we're together as a family, things are good, knock on wood. You know, we just took for the, we figured it out for the first time in 10 years, we were able to all five of us go away on the mission, right? Oh, nice. Um, just because between college mm-hmm. and then prior to that, you know, when your kids are involved in sports, it's hard to, you know, oh, you can't go on vacation in season, whatever. Right. 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 <laughs> we just hadn't been able to coordinate all five of us. So, um, so we, it was two or three weeks ago, we went away to Punta Cana, Dominican Republic for five days, which was great. It was just nice. like, it was weird. We were all out of the house, right? Because, right, <laughs> ever since the pandemic, yeah, a lot of it is in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just, we had a great time. It was, it was a good vacation for our family, a good getaway and relax. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it's been good, you know, and, and we actually, the week before we, I went on vacation, my company had our first get together in three years internally, which we would do it every year prior to mm-hmm. the pandemic. You would be together every year. And, and uh, it, we were all just so happy to be back in a, in a room together. People we'd see all the time, do things with. It was just great to be together. So I, I would say that was also good. Kind of yeah. getting those connections back going was great. That's awesome. Uh, I like in, in appreciating what you're sharing. It reminds me of something you said earlier that you don't, you don't get something by seeking it out like sometimes it, it finds you so it's like being right. like thinking okay i'm this old i i don't have a family or i don't know if i want a family and it's like should i should i like start doing everything that chris is doing or like i i joined a, a men's prayer line back in 2017 nice. i think and just like being a part of that is something that encouraged me to 
look at things differently and and also actually develop healthy relationship with other men and to be like oh, okay like it's good to actually have like a brotherhood or or like a tribe yes. or just like guys that you can talk with where it's not it's not just prayer or it's not just religious but it it's expanded outside of that and actually being able sure. to connect with someone who within like the first person that I, I interview and that I chat with frequently is my buddy Theo and I met mm-hmm. him through that um through the prayer line and awesome. through a, a retreat that we had and it was just like okay like initially like I had a lot of comparison that I was doing but I've since learned like the less I do that and the more I, I appreciate it myself to your point it's like that's possible like when I when you say like you you're able to wrangle like three adult guys at this point in this year not not years ago when they were young and everybody was at the house when things are convenient pre-pandemic but like no presently like you're able yeah. to to do that and like everyone's schedules worked out and all and it's like wow that's neat and i can be i can be happy for you without like having envy attached to it without being like when is it going to be my turn to be like oh no like this is this is this is good like you you were able to enjoy something and i i can appreciate that for you to be like good like good on you good for your family and right like that's just great. Like, I don't, I don't need to add anything more to it. I I just, I just wanted to point to that and be like, as I'm like, you taught me something within our conversation today. And it's like, okay, like you're, you're right. Because more things that I've been able to get, I've spent less time chasing them. Like the things that have run away from me, it's like, chase 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 it's like this is this isn't gonna work out and it's it's like even cleaning my room it it wasn't a a thing of like you gotta do this you gotta do this you gotta do this like just demanding 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 and and um a friend of mine had said you can you're you're your 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 own boss and your own employee but the thing that you have to recognize is that the part of you that's a boss doesn't you don't want to become a tyrant to yourself to where you're not a good employee and you're just like okay you're lazy if you want to be an entrepreneur where like you have to work for everybody, even though you think you're working for yourself, it's like if you're not a good employer of yourself, it's not going to work out because then you can burn yourself out. You don't have vacation or downtime or things right. built in to be like, OK, we do this. We get a reward like this. This is accomplished. Like we celebrate it. It's it's not just yeah. work, 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 grind, grind, grind until everything's just like you're like dust in like the mortar and pestle, whether they're, you're making, um, my, my mom uses it to like grind up, um, peppers or or different spices like that to put in the food. So that, that imagery always comes up to me and I'm like, yeah, maybe today, today's not a grind, grind day. Today's a relaxed, chill, and just enjoy there. You have to have those moments of, of that. And to your point, when you talk about that, because what I said earlier, specifically about, um, you know, I think it was around dating, like it'll find you, you can't right, go looking right. for it. Like it's, it's also, there's the law of attraction, right? Mm-hmm. The, the more you're comfortable with yourself yeah. and confident in yourself and don't act like you're needy, mm-hmm. <laughs> people will be drawn to that. Yeah. Right. People who are needy repel people. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they, people do things for those people out of obligation. Like, you know, yeah. Right. It's, it, it's yeah. sad, but true. I, I'm not putting those people down. It just, no, I, I laugh because I, 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 I identify myself in that because I'm like, ah, I've been there. I've been there before. And it's like, I'm, I don't think I'm there as much. Right. And I would tell you, just like I 
tell my own kids, you, it, it'll be who you are and it'll mm-hmm. find you and, and what's right for you will find you. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's all about belief in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, in fact, I have this uh, thing, I think my wife had given it to me for a Father's Day or something. It was a saying that said, um, my father, Hold on, I want to make sure I read it right. Gotcha. That dad gave me the greatest gift. He believed in, right? And I go back to like my dad, right? Mm-hmm. And I think my dad, he that is, he believed in his boys, right? Mm-hmm. He might, right? He believed in his and his wife, right? He, mm-hmm. he believed in them, and and I want my boys to always know, like you should never doubt yourself. I believe mm-hmm. you need to believe. And it's the same thing. If you don't, if you don't have, if you don't believe in yourself, no one's going. Yeah. So, um, you know, you be a good person, do your job, right? Don't take advantage of anyone else, right? Just do mm-hmm. the right things that you were raised to do. And I'm, you know, that, and that's, and as I said, it's like that law of attraction. If you're doing those things, mm-hmm. You're going to attract the right people. Yeah, that. Yeah, I I agree with. And another thing that I I like that you like I, you can't really forget it like the um the pandemic specifically and just seeing like okay this this was a a time that things shifted and like for better or worse it's like for me it seemed like I. I was able to hibernate a bit, but in coming out of it, it's like, oh yeah, I did take a break from engineering. And it's like, there was a time where I wasn't interacting with people to where when you you actually got out and you're like, oh, okay, like, hey, how how are you doing? It's like, you're you're just being rescued and people are like, hey, like from a distance and then slowly building back up. And maybe some people aren't able to enjoy what they once enjoyed and maybe others like take pride in it as like, okay, like I'm not, I'm not sociable anyway. So I I just want to stay as far away from people as possible, but it's regardless of where, where people fall in it, it's good to acknowledge like, yeah, this, this, this happened and like life has been different since then, but here's new things that we get. And then here's um, things that may come back around. But again, it goes back to that thing of like, if you, if you constantly keep going on about like, like the good old days, the good old days, the good old days, it's like you, you miss the good days now that are present. Absolutely. And and as you get older, sometimes it's harder to not think about the good old days. Mm -hmm. Um, It's harder not to reminisce, but I also think you have to know and you have to focus on enjoying what's in front of you. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't keep lamenting what you don't have. Don't keep focusing on what other people have or what you have is what you have and it's good and and enjoy that. And, um, you know, it's being in the moment, I guess, is the best way to say it. I like, well, yeah. let me not, let me not keep you too long unless you have more for me. Um, I was going to say, I, go ahead. I was going to say, no, this is, I've loved this conversation. And I, like I said, I'm so thankful you chose me to talk to me about this. Like I said, I don't consider myself that kind of a guy, but um, this has been excellent. I mean, I, and I love hearing your story, you mm-hmm. know, and about you. And I, and I think what you're doing is awesome. And, um, and I've enjoyed it and I, I, I'm honored. Thank you. You're very welcome. And, and it's something I, I say to everyone that says they're not that guy. I tell them, you're exactly the person I'm trying to get because everybody that's not that guy, they're the people that more people need to see or just be aware of. It's that if you feel like you're not that person, you're doing well enough to keep this world going and to continue inspiring, encouraging your family on the home base and your immediate community. Because at the end of the day, I think that's what matters. And when it comes to social media, for instance, like you can filter out 
the bad, the ugly, and all that. Right. And you you really when you start looking for something different, you find beautiful gems like diamonds yeah. in the rough. And it's just like, oh yeah, that that's why we enjoy this life. Like that's why we value the here and now. And it's it's not the ridiculousness or the this. Like of course a joke is great. Right. Like all the other things are are uh, wonderful to take in. But I think just thank you for having the conversation be- with me because I, I always take it as a sign of trust because it's like sometimes you meeting a complete stranger, you don't know what their intentions are. Are they going to bait me? Are they going to do this? But it's like just operating on that, um, the good faith. I think it's it's great. And it's a pleasure to meet you as well. Same here, Asher. Thank you. And I'll, I'll ask you this question. Maybe I, I've prepped it up a little bit better. Go ahead. From, from the beginning or just as our conversation has progressed, are you still who you said you were? Am I still who I said I am? <laughs> think so. I don't think I've changed. Um, I, I, it's important. I always try to make sure I'm the same person. Um, I mean, obviously we all change in certain things over time right. and especially when you learn, but I, as I'm trying to remember exactly what I said at the beginning of the podcast. Um, <laughs> but I, I do, I, I, I do believe I'm the same. I, I, gotcha. you know, I, I, I'm different in this. And now I know Asher mm. and I know you and I've had a great conversation and I've heard things from your vantage point and I've learned about you. So I'm different in that way. I've, I've met a new person who I enjoy talking to. So I, I'm different in that regard. Let's put it to you that way. Awesome. I, I like and that's that. a good thing. It's yeah. a good difference. And there's there's no wrong answers, by the way. So so I know. No, <laughs> right, I know. right. No, I, I like I like asking the question sometimes. And even as we talked about like, hey, what should we do? We were like prepping before. And I was like, no prep. Like no prep. May, maybe maybe if it's something like if you want to talk about a specific topic, it's like, okay, like we'd like to highlight this. I I'll I'm willing to try, but I kind right. of like the you're meeting someone, imagine you're meeting someone off the street and like people would do, like I kind of grew up, I've grown up with the era and I've been around people that's like, oh yeah, you can approach a stranger as an adult, like in a coffee shop or somewhere casual where it's like, oh, hey, how how are you? It's like, if somebody doesn't want to talk, like don't pester them, (laughs) leave them alone. If they said, no, no means no, just back away mind your own business. But like you meet someone, I've met a couple of people, complete strangers on a plane ride and had wonderful conversations, learned things that I would have never known. And just like, oh, wow, like people are approachable. Oh, yeah. And to your point, whether it's on a plane ride or somewhere you're you're on a line somewhere in the store, you right. You just strike up an ad hoc conversation about something. But as before, I forget when you talk about, you know, we talked to, I was, I had messaged you a couple times. What do you want to talk about? And you were like, no, no, you you understand (laughs) something too. As as a sales guy, as a sales guy, you don't go into meetings without knowing what the agenda is. Right. 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 So I I knew exactly what you were getting at. (laughs) And and I'm like, you know, cause, cause then you're unprepared. Right. right? You can't be unprepared. So, um, so <laughs> I figured I, as if you were saying that, him like, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, I, I weird, but but it yeah, was good. Yeah. I I liked it. If you know what I mean, I enjoyed this just off the cuff conversation. Appreciate it. Well, it's my pleasure. And um, even as we sit here laughing, I know I I started the story with the the arm and things like that, but just <laughs> like maybe it's summer, the sun's out, and everything like that. But I think from the start of January till now, going into twenty four, it's like I. I just, the smile on my face just continues to grow. And it's like, man, it's good. Like arm, 
yep. broken or like this or that. Like, man, it's like we had a good week. We dodged weather throughout the week, but like yep. we got to work, we got home safe. Like life is good. Life just yeah, life is good. Absolutely. And and that's how we should see it. I mean, obviously, uh, not everyone can be as lucky as we are, maybe to mm. to be in a good situation. I'm not saying every yeah. person on but if you know the old saying, every day you wake up is a good day, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, that, that's how I try to look at it and embrace what I have while I have it. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, we'll leave it there for today. But of course, I'll keep you in mind and just continue this conversation going. And it'll be a pleasure to have you on again. Awesome. Thank you, Asher. Yes, sir.